want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. Wednesday, May 31, 2023. That's all I got. Just a deep, heaving sigh as we prepare to talk about the Flyers once again. But, uh, found someone. It's been a hot minute since we had this person on the show. So it's time for him to come and give his thoughts about all these stupid hirings. <laughs> Nick's back, everyone. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what a build. I have nothing to say. Good night, everybody. Okay, there we <laughs> go. Until next time. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's been a few weeks now since uh, all this shit hit the fan. And uh figured, well, it's time to get Nick back and let him... Uh, have his time for his thoughts, since he was a big proponent of, you know, the public flogging of Dave Scott and Chuck Fletcher. Their replacements are here, so. How are you feeling about uh, old Keith Jones as president and Danny Breer as general manager? I, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, I saw you text me, I'm like, oh shit, I'm getting a call from the bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're live. So, um, again, I've been so jaded. And I know I keep saying that, and I apologize. Um, I am thrilled Dave Scott is gone. All he did was gaslight the fans. And it was so... But on, you used to talk about this all the time across all your pods. Um, he was so painfully inept and just in over his head. Like, he had no business being near a professional sports team. His, his press conferences were comical at best. And then Fletcher, uh, again, we shit on him for almost his entire time here. Um, that's quite a mess to have to clean up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've seen an argument like, oh, this GM left a worse mess. This GM left a worse mess. It's like, look, when a GM gets fired, like all of them have been, they're leaving a mess behind. It's not like you get fired because you're doing a great job, right? That's you know I mean? true. Like, yeah. Like Zito from Florida ain't getting fired anytime soon. Nope. Look at Dubis. He made all kinds of moves, but he got fired because he didn't do enough. Yep. So, uh, like, like when you had me on a couple months ago, or not even a couple months ago, but it's it's a good time that Fletcher's gone and, and Dave Scott are gone. Two cancers that. Both don't ever deserve any type of job in professional sports again. If any moron out there hires Chuck Fletcher, I mean, your owner's a jerk off, and so is your president of Hockey Ops, because <laughs> he came in here and somehow made it even worse. And as far as Briere and Keith Jones go, I can see both sides of the Keith Jones argument. Like, 
Are you Canadian? Are you a former flyer? You're hired. Yeah. It's about all it took uh, to get these jobs, apparently. Yeah. And that was uh, (laughs) when when Hilferty comes up and talks about, we conducted a worldwide search in the best candidates, and we came up with our television broadcaster two doors down the hall, Keith Jones. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, And then, but I, I... when I hear Anthony Sanfilippo and, and Chris Terrian go, well, he's not an idiot. He knows hockey. He grew up with it. He's played it professionally, which is the hardest thing to do on this planet. Play professional sport and analyze it. You know, he's been around it. I get it. I still lean towards the whole, are you a former flyer? Are you a good old Canadian boy? You're hired. I don't doubt for a second Keith Jones is smart and knows yeah. his stuff and he's been around forever and uh, you know watches probably more hockey than just about anybody but that doesn't necessarily correlate to him being a good president yeah. you know and everyone talks about you know Joe Sakic and and Steve Eiserman in this one but they don't talk about Paul Fenton they don't talk about Craig McTavish they don't talk about you know all the failed former players who moved into mm-hmm. these roles because you know first of all destroy their own fucking narrative but you know playing and and watching and whatever it is that they've done former flyers does not correlate to success does not guarantee success mm-hmm. and that's kind of where i get hung up on this whole thing is the sheer amount of cleaning up that needs to get done you know it's going to be tough for the hardest minds in our sport let alone two guys that have never done this before and that, you know, it could work. It could. And I like to say that as much as I can because people don't fucking hear that part. You know, they, they want me uh, Daniel, so negative. Like, I just, if you were looking to build confidence in people like me, the best way to do that would wait and see what happened with Dubas. Or find Ray Shiro who rebuilt two fucking franchises. You know, shit like that. Those kind of hirings would make me as a fan go, hey, there's a reason to believe this. Versus the very shallow, I remember Danny Breer played here 15 years ago. I loved him. You know, that, that doesn't fucking fly anymore. Okay, like, I'm so far past that point of being appeased by this shit. That, you know, their status as former players with zero fucking track record in their respective roles is is definitely a reason to be concerned. You hit the nail on the head there. It's it's it's, it's another. I remember Joe Blowy playing on the Flyers, yeah. and, and it's just like you said. There's two guys here that have no prior experience. That again, I know my our current theme the last few years is negativity, but like, what what fucking positives has happened the last couple of years? Like, yeah, it looks like uh, Owen Tippett was a nice. Travis Konechny had 60 points. Nick, what more <gasps> could you want? That Baker Wheeler guy showed up in my mentions. He answered a tweet from me over 13, 14, 15 months ago. He replied to me saying something about <laughs> Travis Connecty. I didn't even answer. What a surprise. Right? I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, Travis oh, Connecty's back from vacation. I'm almost positive that's fucking Connecty's burner account. It yeah. has to be. It has to be. Oh, yeah. It came right at me. Like, don't even care. Um, but yes, uh, two, pl- two guys that don't instill much confidence. I remember, was that three years ago? Might have been Hextall's year he got fired for like the hot mic picked up Jim Jackson and Keith Jones. Yeah. So, look, I do think, I would like to hope. I think they're very cognizant of what is wrong. Yes. 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 For sure. Yeah. And I I think Keith Jones knows what's wrong. I think Danny Breer knows what's wrong. But, which I'm happy with. That that I'm I'm cool with. There's no excuses for them not knowing what's wrong. You're absolutely right. (laughs) But the thing is, can they rebuild yeah. it? And you have some awful contracts, some of which are just beginning. Yeah. And I do like the idea of a three-headed monster with torts having some say. Like, if you're going to have a coach pulling the strings from the bench, you got to give him, like, his what he wants a little bit. You know what I mean? So, I, dude, I... I've been so jaded the last couple of years, like the pandemic season, whatever you want to call that, uh, where you played everyone like 17 times. In mm-hmm. season. Like I've been so jaded ever since then. Like I didn't go to a game this year. Did you? Nope. Nope. 
I haven't been to a Flyers game in uh, many years at this point. Yeah. So, and I was all for tickets. You know, like, hey, you want to, like, nope. No, thank you, sir. So, I'm excited that Dave Scott and Chuck Fletcher are gone. I'm not too optimistic going forward until they prove me otherwise, and I hope they do. Like, I'd love to see him move Kevin Hayes or Konechny or Provorov or Sanheim. All of them, actually. Just everybody. Not Tippett. <laughs> everybody but Tippett and uh, Noah Cates. Leave me those two and... Love Cates. Fuck the rest of this team. Yeah. That's a recording. I've given Cates his flowers before. I like, I'm like. i a big Noah Cates guy. Yeah, and, you know, the it is funny that they keep talking about a rebuild and patience and all this stuff, but they're coasting on their reputation as former Flyers, and it's like, does anybody even remember, you know, what made the good old days the good old days in the first place? You know, good teams, good rosters, good players, you made the fucking playoffs and challenged every year. You know, and it's like, that part doesn't seem to be, you know, a clear plan for any of that, so... I mean, hopefully we're sitting here, you know, we'll know within the next, what, five, six weeks at this point. Um, the draft is at the end of June and free agency is the first week of July. So, you know, five weeks from now, tomorrow is the uh, first day of June. So, you know, we'll know real quick what we're getting into. And hopefully when we sit down next time to do this show, we'll have some, you know, hopeful positives going into the season. And, hey, player X, Y, and Z are gone, and prospect A, B, and C are here to take their place. That would be mm. great. Or maybe outside player X signed here as well. And, you know, there are ways to build this trust and to get me to let my guard down a little bit with this whole thing. But for the fucking time being, like... I don't know, man. I uh, this is, uh, their status as former players does absolutely nothing for me when you look at how shit everything is right now and how much work they have cut out for them. Yeah, it, it, first of all, they're fucking the the day Hextall got fired should have been the day that should have been the deadline and and draft day where you fucking sold the farm. I mean, of your uh, not not the farm system, like. You, you got rid of Simmons, and that trade deadline should have been everybody else out the fucking window. They were going to be competitive, Nick. But again, the organizational just ineptitude from the top down. Like, you probably had people pulling in three different directions, and you just had this dumbass GM who you let stick around way too long, which, when you think about it, he wasn't here that long. But even in that short amount of time, the amount of damage he did. I think they were both here about four years. It was a uh, Fletcher next all. Yeah, so... Yeah. This was about four and a half for both, but either way. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to... I don't want them to do much in free agency. And, like, the list, it's either guys that are, like, over 30 and Bertuzzi. Yeah, the free agent list is shit. And, uh, you know, it's got... guys like Tarasenko and Kane and Ryan O'Reilly, players that just don't age-wise, don't work out with his team. The restricted free agent trades have not been overly prevalent yet. Debrinkat has been the big one, mm. um, which I'm a big proponent of, by the way, because he fits in with the age group of everybody else, and, and boy, people fucking hate when I bring that up on Twitter, but uh, you know, I'd be all for acquiring him. I think you desperately need some boost to your offense here, especially if you're not going to move Konechny, and this right-wing depth is, is, is going to force Forster and Brink to be in the AHL for another year, which is fucking a whole different problem here, but you know, uh, and it doesn't even need to be, you know, additions. I, I know I look at all kinds of ways to add, you know, uh, I've looked at Debrinkat and Timo Meyer. Uh, you know, I'm not even necessarily for that. If you sell Konechny, D'Angelo, and Hayes, and you replace them with Forrester, Adderd, and Danoyer, fine! Fine, you're so rebuilding. Weird. Fine, okay, like you're playing the kids. You made room for them, and they're doing their thing. Fine. If this team gets run back in its entirety, and we're watching the same product that we did this year, I'm gonna be fucking livid because that's not a rebuild. That's just pissing away time. Like, I think most people would agree they're not making the playoffs next year. No. Which you know, which means the next 82 games are a complete fucking waste of time. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean you have to completely waste this season. 
if you let these young guys get ice time and they're playing big roles and they're growing and they're developing, a lot of the guys are in the AHL this year, now in the NHL, like, you know what? You may not make the playoffs, but you established a foundation for the future. That is significantly better than Kevin Hayes and Dane and Konechny and fucking 30-year-old Sean Couturier and 34-year-old Cam Atkinson coming back and seeing a bulk of the ice time while all these guys are still in the AHL. That's bullshit. That's not a rebuild. Mm-hmm. What Ron Hextall did was not a rebuild. Sitting mm-hmm. on your fucking hands for years and praying to whatever god you believe in that these goddamn draft picks are going to magically show up, that is not a fucking rebuild. It is a waste of time doing nothing for anybody. You know, that's going to be the big difference here. And that that scares the shit out of me when Breer starts talking about a fucking rebuild and demanding patience. You have to be patient with us. No, fuck you. You earn that patience. You do not sit here and say, well, Daniel, I need your patience. And then you sit on your fucking thumb all summer long and we run it back with D'Angelo and Hay. Well, we didn't want to retain half of Kevin Hay. Well, we couldn't find a taker for D'Angelo and his contract. Well, we couldn't find proper value for Pearl Reverend connect me which are all very real scenarios in my head still for this summer i don't want to hear that i do not want to hear that that's the problem with the rookie gm spoiler alert everyone danny breer worked directly under chuck fletcher for the last year he was here for the resigning Ristolainen. and he was here for the resigning of sanheim he was here for when they fa- uh, passed up on johnny Gaudreau. he was here for when they failed to move james twice he like <laughs> all the shit that's gone on over the last few you know the last calendar year briere was in the front office for so no i don't necessarily believe this guy's gonna be a fucking perfect gm out of the gate like this so just just fucking do something you don't have to put a competitive team in the ice they're not winning a cup they're not making the playoffs Fine, but fucking make sure you instill your youth properly. And that, you know, I saw a lot of people, well, Torts handled the kids well this year. And I think for the most part he did. You know, I think he misplayed Zmula miserably and Lexell as well. You know, they, those two were wrong. But you know what? Cates and Tippett and, you know, Cam York, they all got a lot of ice time. But it's not just about running it back with the same group of three or four young guys again. Now you have to include another three or four, possibly as many as six or seven young guys to the NHL roster. You have to keep this cycle going. And again, it's where this whole kind of thing without action falls apart. It's going to stall miserably if you don't clear enough roster spots for these guys to play in the NHL in the first place. So that, you know, a rebuild, this team's not, built to rebuild in the classic sense of a rebuild of selling off assets and hoarding talent you can't do that but you can find ways to make this team younger to give your prospects time to see what you got and then in you know next summer when we sit here in 2024 then we can talk about adding and making moves and figuring this out like there is a way to do that i just don't believe for a fucking second they're gonna do it nope because again there's no track record here and um yeah they have no patience for me because i don't care enough and I'm not going to care. Like I said, the best thing that happened with Travis Konechny this year was him having a good year because now his trade value is back up again. Right? Yeah. So you got to, you, you have, like you said. If Konechny is still here oh, when the offseason comes to a close, so fucking help me God, I'm going to lose my shit. I've been screaming about that for two fucking years. Yeah. Yeah. We've been on the uh, Konechny hate train before it was cool. Oh, yeah, way before it was cool. And now everyone <laughs> wants to shove it in our faces. He had a decent year. Okay, he whatever. He had 60 points, Daniel. Oh, great. Wow. Fuck. <laughs> Look out the fuck Wayne Gretzky. Travis Konechny's <laughs> coming for you with 60 Tra- points. <laughs> Trade him now. If he comes no back next JBR, season and though. scores like 35 points, I'm going to be livid. Oh, God. Yeah, I, you have to get rid of these guys. You just have to because yep. you have to see. You fucking have to see what you have with Adder. And Denoye, and you think Cutter Gauthier will get? Or is he going back to college? He's going back to college, but you know he could be here once the uh, NCAA season ends. What was the other one I'm forgetting? Brink, Denoye, Adder, Zamula. Yeah, I liked watching Denoye with the Phantoms this year. Yeah, Denoye was very good. Set the rookie goal scoring record for Lehigh. Who's the other one? Is there another one that came over the kids? <laughs> Is it, but Denoye got a lot of time near the end, right? Is that him? Uh, let's see here. Bobby Brink, Tyson Forrester, Elliot Denoye. Forrester. Tyson Forrester. Yeah, Forrester. I like the cut of his jib, too, so far. Yeah? But again, we've been so excited for so many prospects over the years. Hextall's prospects were all failures. Almost mm-hmm. all of them. I mean, 
again, how many of those World Juniors was like two, three years in a row? Oh, the Flyers have some of the most amount of players here in the tournament done for the World Juniors. Like, and then nothing. Ow. I got a fucked up finger. Um, <laughs> uh, so un- unless Briar starts making moves, I'm not going to give a shit because like you said, what's the point if you're not going to fucking actually rebuild and actually get some of these schmoes out of here and bring the kids up and make room for the future. Yep. And there's no track record here with Danny Breer doing such a thing. Nope. It could happen. It could. But I'm not just believing it's going to, you know. You know, if the excuses... You know what? I I talked about this on, on one of these shows, but it was a smart hire from the Flyers' perspective. Because they brought in two faces that nobody's going to question. It's like Hextall all over again. Mm. It's going to be years before anybody questions. This Breer can sit on his hands and run this exact same team back next year, and people would come up with 101 excuses under the sun why it was okay. You know? Uh, it, that, it's, it, uh, oh, oh. You, would, uh, you would hope that someone that was as talented as Danny Breer, and as not big as a guy as he was, got into the dirty areas and played the game right and scored a ton of big fucking goals ever in Buffalo and Philadelphia, you would hope he fucking can look at this roster and go, nope, 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 get out. And even if they don't quite have it, look at the roster and go, all right, Travis Konechny, you're too old. You don't match up. Get the fuck out. We need to, like, you need to reacquire draft capital and assets. And this would be the draft to do it in. Yes, so, so glad they had all those meaningful, I'm sorry, meaningless fucking wins this year yeah. to just get themselves out of that fucking range of uh, uh, getting the number one or two pick. And I listened to your live reaction with uh, Shane. <laughs> and I was like, because I was working. Because you released it that night, didn't yep. you? Yep. Yeah. So I was fucking pissed off at work. I was like, I'll just get more mad again and listen to Dan get mad about it. And then, like, I'm for, for Chicago getting in, mm-hmm. which is a disgrace. But, you know, the NHL just does nothing right. We've talked about this a million times. Uh, yeah, so glad all those meaningless wins, you know. Because, again, I like Tortorella, but he's not the coach for right now. And he got you too many wins this year. And you fucking are stuck with the seventh overall pick. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been talking about the same thing with you for four fuck out for four fucking years now. Yeah, we have. Uh, you know, I, I still have people that message me every once in a while, like I can't wait to hear you rant about this or that, and I'm just like, I don't have it in me anymore, man. There, there's nothing to yell about anymore. There's nothing I can yell about that I haven't been yelling about since this fucking pod started. You know, it's the same goddamn bullshit. And now we just step back in a time machine and it's fucking 2014 with Ron Hextall all over again. You know, it, it's just, it's the exact same scenario, same bullshit. And I don't know. Like, I think if this summer goes wrong, if we sit here in five weeks time and they don't do anything in the off season, I'm probably going to be doing some fucking yelling. But uh, for the time being right now, it's just, I'll join it's, you. it's just defeat, you know, it's just, mm. God damn it. This team sucks. I, again, I, I barely watched much this year. I loved it when they went on losing streaks and I hated it when they started winning because it's, which is not how this should be working. No. <laughs> Dude. So remember, I when you first had me in the first couple times, you know, great fear is never seeing them win the cup in my life. And and considering your seventy third birthday was last week, thirty eight, but <laughs> close. So ninety seven to twenty ten, thirteen years. This is the thirteenth year from the twenty ten run, and yeah. they are. No, they are nowhere near um, a playoff run or even a playoff berth. I mean, I've, t- I've talked about this before. When you look across the major sports in America, the Big Four, or even the NHL, you look at Florida. You were, were you born in '96? I was, but not till August. Not till August. So you were in months. your mother's stomach when the <laughs> Panthers last made the finals. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. Like, and even before that, it took them how long? to win a playoff series same with the islanders like it was since 93 when they 
finally won a series a couple years ago. Like, it's not hard for a team to become grossly inept, yep. like the Flyers, and then just get just trapped in just shit because every person you bring in is a dipshit, and the owners from the top down, Comcast, I guess Comcast cares enough where they brought in Hilferty because, again, he's a sports guy. But again, I'm not going to get excited until he starts doing the right things. Jonesy starts doing the right things. And Danny B. Loved Danny B. the player. I have one of his jerseys. Not sold on him as a GM. Can't believe we're in 13 years since the last cup run. Yeah, 13 years. and I mean, fuck even the 2012 series. 11 years ago. Yeah, like 11 years since the last time this was fun. And they're... I, just, I hear excuses fun. every single fucking day for this team to not get better. And it just blows my fucking mind that we're just totally fine pissing away at least another five years in a quote-unquote rebuild just for nothing to happen. Yeah. You know, the the there should be no reason why people are against adding Alex DeBrincat to this team. There's no reason why people should be against that. You want, you know, especially considering you fucking idolized Travis Connecting to 60 points, why people are against players that are better than him doesn't make any sense. Like, there's nothing wrong with adding talent to this team. They just, they expect Gautier's going to show up next season, and he's just going to lead this shit by himself, which is never fucking works with any team ever. Mm. You know, you need to build a complete group, a complete unit. These teams that are winning the cup in this day and age have to be so fucking good that you, you just top everybody else and... You know, you look at the teams that are based around a few good players, Toronto and Edmonton, and, you know, they it can only take them so far because mm-hmm. they've got nothing beyond their few star players. And I don't know, man, this is just this idea that you're going to piss away time and things are going to magically fall into place again. Like, we just lived through this with Ron Hextall less than 10 years ago. Nine years. He took over in, what, May of 2014 it was. You know, it's like we just lived through the, if you just believe in this process, sooner or later we'll win. And And we have nothing to show for it. you have nothing to show for it. It's only gotten fucking worse. You know, so it's just, I don't know. I I don't know. (sighs) No playoff series wins under Hexall. Multiple playoffs being missed. Multiple, some of those draft picks, so bad. Hell, the fucking team hasn't even made the playoffs in three years. They haven't made the playoffs legitimately in five. Like, they, just... I think they would have made the playoffs in their, in 2020. But they didn't. They didn't play a full season. No, yeah, the the, the bubble year. Yeah, Mathematically, I, I, you know, when the season ended in 1920, they would have. But yeah, yeah, it's the I, Flyers. I, they probably would have fucked it up. Let's be real. But, like, he was so incompetent, Fletcher, he couldn't build on that. Remember, everyone's making moves, and he just... I remember, it's come out that like it was no secret that Niskanen was going to retire. Yep. And that fucking idiot waited till right before the scene's about to start, and he brings in that idiot Gustafson. Eric who was Gustafson. Terrible. Not even the good Eric Gustafson. The yeah. other fucking other one. They uh. both stink. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's just been nothing but ineptitude for a decade here. Not excited, dude. Not excited. No. And even if they bring in a new uniform set and go back to the 90s, which would be sick. Which is in the process of fucking that up, by the way. That concept art looks like shit. It has to have the... It's just a, I hope all that... It's just cheap Photoshop work. Cause it, That's what I hope, but every time make... I think that, they just fucking... They just, it never changes. All these yeah. leaks typically end up being relatively real. Yeah. But if you... No if black piping make... on the thing, no black yeah. tail stripe. It's just That's leave it to the to flyers. You can make fucking millions of dollars by doing something obvious. Instead, they're gonna fuck it up, and it looks ugly as shit. And they do it wrong. What a surprise! <laughs> uh... I'm surprised we haven't heard anything about that yet. The whole new era of orange and a new shade of orange, and Sometimes nobody's teams use the draft for that. Like when they bring out their draft pick, they'll show their. Yeah, you think you would have heard about it by now? Aesthetics is usually right on top of that, and he hasn't posted anything in a while. Yeah, there were rumors a few months ago, but nothing recently. You've got to have the black piping to separate the colors on the... You would think, but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Because if all you do is make the white stripe wider, it just looks like a Kmart knockoff. Yeah, those jerseys look like shit. Yep. And they'll be made by Fanatics. 
<laughs> mm. Which is just insult to injury. I uh, I think I I cataloged my jerseys. I have sixty seven and sixty eight and sixty nine. Nice are coming in the mail. Lauren got me a Mark Stone reverse retro this year. The Vegas one with the glowing letters. Mm, Dude, it's fucking yeah. cool. And then uh, on eBay, I found like that Lightning Storm jersey. Um, not the cool one, like that all black and gray one. Yeah. 70 bucks. And then I have uh, my sister got me an eBay gift card. So I got a Mark Shifley reverse retro. Mark Shifley? Oh. Yeah. What were the it's Jets reverse perfect. retros this year? Uh, Didn't the they have sad ones either way? What's that? I don't remember liking either one of the reverse retros. Uh, the first one was the gray one. Hmm. And the second one was the white one. They're both okay. I just added my collection. So I don't know what I'm at jersey wise these days. Hundreds. Uh, I still have the Penguins one sitting in a box at the bottom of my closet. Remember that video I sent you guys? Mm-hmm. My yeah. Mystery pool hockey. I'm like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so yeah, I, I did you do fan season tickets again? I did. Yeah. I'll go to a couple games again this year. But. Yeah, I mean, listen, there is the part of me that goes, I would much rather have Forrester and Adderd, you know, in the NHL developing, having a good fucking big league hockey team. But if they fuck this summer up and all these guys are back in the AHL, at least I get to watch a good hockey team. So um, mm. the Phantoms will be good. It still pisses me off they didn't get a fucking home playoff game this year, but... Oh, I know. I was going to go. Yeah, we, got, we would have had complimentary tickets to the first two games, the season ticket holders. But then, of course, uh, you know, we didn't get that. The first game, just like their big brother Flyers, they chokes game two and three, and mm-hmm. out they go. It's so stupid. Granted, you know, partially that's their fault because they fucking completely gave up after they made the postseason. They locked yeah. down a playoff spot and then lost like five of their last six games or whatever it was, <laughs> which lost them home ice in the first place. So, Classic Flyers. Yeah. So what's this? Um, I didn't get a chance to look at the uh, link. I think Noah sent us in the group, but mm. is there a legit rumor to this to no. a trade? It's that fucking stupid uh, Tony Romo guy. Oh, God. That, uh... Guy's a chode. San Jose receives Provorov, Urson, and the seventh overall pick. The Flyers move up to the fourth overall pick. They don't have cap space. They're what the hell would San Jose want with Ivan Provarov in the first place? They're in a worse scenario than the Flyers are right now. That's what I mean. Like, there's Dave Vlasic there still. And the Flyers Carlson get to move up. There. Three, they, get, they lose Sam Erson. They're fucking ace in the hole when it comes to their goaltending situation. And they're going to draft Mitch Kopp in fourth overall, which is a complete fucking crapshoot anyway. Awesome. Well, I mean, what a better fucking trade for the Flyers. Idiots. Fucking Tony That's Romo it. is a goddamn idiot. These people should not have any kind of coverage. And they pay for Twitter, so fuck them. That's a horrible. The Sharks, who are in cap hell, yeah, are going to take on. What a dumbass! <laughs> I could see a team wanting Provorov to. I think see, a, pro, a playoff team could want Provorov. Provorov would be a good person aside. Provorov would be a good three-four defender. He's your best realistic trade chip right now. Yeah, he he's right-handed. Lefty. Lefty, that's right. But he's a top-four defenseman and. He probably would fit in better. You give him a good partner on a team with some structure, he, he's going to look, look at, pretty good. Look at Gudis and Ghost, right? Gudis is the sixth defenseman on that team. Here in Philadelphia, he was not, and he got exposed way too much. Ghost, same thing. He was the sixth defenseman on Carolina. They hit him as much as possible. Carolina <laughs> made Tony D'Angelo look good, for Christ's sake. Yeah, and, and even like Nick Cousins, who I didn't think was that great. But, I didn't even know fucking Nick Cousins was still in the league until he scored that goal against <laughs> fucking Toronto. But, like, you put him with Kachuk and How Bennett's... long has it been since fucking Nick Cousins has been here anyway? It's got to be five years. Nick Cousins. Great first name. Uh, 20... Jesus Christ. 2017. Wow. Now, I know he was with Nashville... Nashville, right. Vegas, Montreal, and Arizona. Wow. I did not know he was a Canadian. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> but, um, 
Provorov, I don't think he's a one or two defenseman. Maybe he just hates being here. Which Maybe is, is sick of very true at this point. That would be my guess, is this guy yeah. is completely fed up. Maybe with a better outlook on hockey life, <laughs> he'd be a great number two somewhere. Yeah. He's definitely not a one. I don't doubt you put him on a team with some structure and a good partner, you know, Carolina. even if he's number two, you know, if he's playing yeah. behind, if he goes to Ottawa and plays behind Thomas Chabot or something like that, it'd be uh, even, you know, be even fucking better. You know, there, there are ways to get the most out of him that the Flyers have just never offered. They've never given him a good partner besides 60 games on Iskanen before that guy fucking yeeted himself off this team. And the whole fucking defensive unit sucks behind him. So... It's not going to be here he has any success because they've completely failed to build around him for the last eight years. Yep. And just think, Hextall drafted him, right? Yeah. So, more proof that Hextall completely failed. Hey, <laughs> um, got to get a pro for too. And Sandheim. But Sandheim's, was it an eight-year deal? Eight-year deal that kicks into this season. Fucking kidding me. Yeah. Oh, Eight year deal. Sean no one's Couture- gonna take that. Sean Kateri still has seven years left on his contract now. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is rubbing his temples. <laughs> What's left on Atkinson's? Two. Two years at five point eight, I believe. Yeah, he did <laughs> Fletcher did so much damage before he got let go. Two years at five point eight. Uh Risto's still here for four more years. That's another Deloria and Lawton each have three years left. Hayes has three years left. Well, you were right about that one. When you were pissed off about that trade, you're like, that's going to age so bad. Yeah. It's here. It's aged bad. Believe it or not. So, yeah, a lot of, and, uh, you know, Ryan Ellis and LTIR for four more years. And this is why I'm not excited, everybody. This is why I'm not excited. Yeah. Even if, if Briere had some experience, this is a mountain of shit. This sucks. Stuck yeah. under. Like throw on the flat cap era on top of all of this, and oh my god. And and, and why did they give the Flyers a fucking stadium series game? Oh yeah, they're going back outdoors next year to get so completely embarrassed by the fucking uh, Devils. The Devils, that's a team that lapped the Flyers. Mm-hmm. The Rangers lapped the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Patrick Kane looked like shit on the Rangers. Yeah, this guy's completely washed up. Sucked. Um, but they they told everyone, we're rebuilding, did it, and they're good. Big Meek is a Benajad fan. Kills the Flyers. He gets a hat trick, I'm pretty sure, every single time he's ever played him. He and David Pasternak. Hey, big Swede, kicking ass. <laughs> uh, who else lapped the Flyers? L.A.? L.A. lapped the Flyers. Carolina lapped the Flyers. Florida? Florida. About fucking time. I mean, they had how many of those picks? By the way, what a, what a trade that turned out to be. Getting rid of Huberdo. Yeah. Everyone at the time like, you know thought what? Calgary won that trade hands down, and oh, no, that has not been the case. Holy shit. I had people fucking tell me all summer long last year that the Flyers didn't need Matthew Kachuk. See, that, you, and that's why I always had so much trouble connecting. Remember, I was always hanging my head on one goal in 21 playoff games. Mm-hmm. You have to get your fucking nose busted and bust everyone else's nose out there. To fucking make an impact. And all he does is make faces and talk. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, you know. Is... And when he's five foot ten, 160 pounds soaking wet, it's like, get out of here, you fucking chihuahua. Like, what are you going to do to me? Yeah, there was the string of games he had uh, this season where, you know, Alex Ovechkin scored that empty net goal and connecting goes over there and starts shoving him afterwards. It's like, fuck you, play better defense and you know that problem. Yeah. You know, he did that a couple times this year. Um, with with shit like that, he's just a fucking bitch. Yeah, I'm not a not a, never been a Konechny fan, and I, I don't need to go down that road. But uh, with any luck, they'll trade him. Dude, I I would. I don't believe they're gonna do it, but but I, now would be the best time to do it. You've got fucking thirty right wings in this team right now. Plus Cam Atkinson's coming back. You know, it's time to clear some space. Forrester's going to be just as good, if not far superior, to Konechny in the near future. Anyway, what a shot rather- he has. 
yeah, Forster is very good. <laughs> I very much yeah. enjoy this what guy. What a shot. Um, you know, he, he, he skates like a newborn giraffe, but I thoroughly enjoy his overall skill. Um, he cleans that up, and some of his... Uh, he has a knack for taking dumb penalties, which really annoyed the shit out of me this season. But his raw skill, his raw talent as a player, you know, it's there. And when he got recalled for eight games or whatever it was, you know, he looked pretty good. So I, I think he's one of those guys that when he makes the when he makes the uh, NHL, he's going to have that extra jump to his game and uh, mm. will be a significantly better player than pretty much anybody in this roster in a um, very short amount of time. So. Figuring out their right wing depth is going to be going to be critical because you've got way fucking too many of them right now to figure out. You know, and I don't care if you move some of these guys for pennies on the dollar. Just get them out of here and move forward for once. Stop, like you said, stop running it back. Stop fucking running it back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would be totally fine losing a Hayes trade. I'd be more than happy losing a Diaz trade. You know, I think you need to get something for Provorov and Konechny, but everybody else, if you're moving them, you know, it, it happens. You know, Hayes, whatever, D'Angelo, whatever, you know, because the young guys that are going to come up and replace them are going to be significantly better than that. I mean, D'Angelo, you move D'Angelo and replace him with Adder, not only do you save $4 million, but you're going to get a better player. <laughs> it's a fucking, if they do nothing else this summer, Tony D'Angelo needs to be the one and a uh, that goes. And he's a piece of shit uh, human being that apparently, you know, did something to uh, John Tortorella there at the end of the season that caused all that snuff, but... Uh, was Rocky Thompson is the coach? Pretty much when he's like, some people here clearly don't care or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? And and then who got fucking scratched after that? That would be uh, Tony D'Angelo. A disgrace to Italians! <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So you see this? People at home can't see it. See that? <laughs> Yes, he's got a... Uh, the tendons in my middle finger on my right dominant hand. Nice. It's called mallet finger. You could look it up, it's not gross. But basically, you have tendons that go down your finger at the top and the bottom, right? I tore the top, so my finger does this if it's not in a splint. Ew. And I did that playing soccer <laughs> a couple huh. weeks ago. Actually, like Flashback, like, five, six weeks ago, a couple friends of mine were like, hey, uh, want to play goalie for us? Because I we used to all get together, like, summer after summer after summer. And I could play anywhere on the field, but as I got older, I just play goalie. It's like, yeah, I'll play for you. And then did went well. They asked me to fill in again a couple weeks ago. Like, sure, no problem. We played at uh, CB West for all my Bucks County people, Central Bucks West. I think that's where Shane went to high school. Um I go to catch the ball because it's coming in. And, you know, sometimes, like, you're playing catch and you, like, kind of stub your finger a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, kind of hurt. Like, dealt with it. You know, it was what it was. I'm wearing, you know, soccer goalies. They were goalie gloves. So I didn't know what happened. I just thought, like, I stubbed my finger just catching a ball. And then after the game, like, I take my gloves off. I look down, like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> my finger's all bent funny. I'm like, ah, like, I thought I dislocated it which I thought would have been way more painful. So I'm trying to like snap it back into place mm. and it's not happening. I'm like, uh, and luckily Doylestown hospital is directly across the street and got x-rays. And they're like, well, no, you didn't break it. It's not dislocated. It's probably called mallet finger. You need to see a specialist, which I did. I'll show you a picture of what it looks like. It's not gross. I wouldn't show you if it was, but see that middle finger there. It's like, uh, yeah. see the, gla- I don't know if the glare is kind of bad. You posted it on some social media over the last couple of days, didn't you? Yeah. I was wondering what the hell that was. And those are torn tendons. So the ones on the top are snapped completely. Ugh. And you have to hold it like this for uh, six weeks straight. So I have to literally keep this on my finger. There's like a splint back here and everything. It's all taped and stuck back. And um, yeah. Uh, my follow-up appointment is July 3rd. So I'm light, I'm light duty at work. Can't play hockey. Can't play soccer. Have to take it easy at the gym. Hmm. Oh, so you saw that post, huh? On Instagram? Somewhere. Me, I don't remember where that was. little baby I'm holding there. Yeah. My sister had a baby girl on May 19th. Did you name it Daniel? 
She named it Danielle. (laughs) (laughs) Ellie Christine Day. Hmm. Yeah. Baby girl. My first niece. I have a bunch of shitty nephews through marriage. (laughs) (laughs) By blood, it's my first niece or nephew. And yeah, she's pretty awesome. It's pretty exciting. Hmm. You have one in the oven yet? We're trying. Still plowing away, but no. <laughs> she was using this app. I'm sure the girls out there, all three of them that listen, um, she was using an app to test, I guess, like, oh, you're ovulating on this day. Time to plow. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so turns out the app was off because she started using those ovulation strips. That I'm sure our three female listeners know what I'm talking about. And that was giving us the right time. So we only just started going by that a month ago. We were unsuccessful. So yeah, this week's plowing week. So mm. <clears throat> <laughs> that's the title of this episode. <laughs> it's plowing week. <laughs> oh, God. How's your last couple of weeks been? Oh, fucking glorious. Any pigs games? Uh, I got one tomorrow, I think. I was there Friday, tomorrow? Saturday. I was there Saturday. I think Shane was there over the weekend, I think. Pitching was completely optional. Yeah, it typically is uh, with the Iron Pigs. Their bullpen oh. is fucking trash. Dude, they, yeah, they brought in a guy. Jesus somebody? He couldn't get an out. He gave up five runs and they pulled him. He was terrible. Yeah, it's a really uninspiring team this year. Not a, no prospects or anything. Everyone's gone. Just a lot of a lot of random dudes. Yeah, no no organizational organizational pitching depth. Nope, at all. No. Oh my god, was, I think we're like twenty five runs between the two teams. Pitching was optional. Yeah, yeah, it's been a less than stellar uh, season for the pigs this year, but you know. Did you uh? Do you have any big vacations planned? Nope. Nothing. Mm-mm. No day trips to the beach. I've not had a proper vacation since uh, 2018. I think you should do something. I should, but like we're it's fucking June already, and haven't even uh, yeah, considered you try it. Try and get a rental. Like it'll probably be expensive. It just fucking comes around. I'm like, oh yeah, it's summer again. But before we know, it'll be Delaware. goddamn Christmas. And yeah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Delaware, like Rehoboth, Bethany, Dewey. I highly recommend. Hmm. You can find something on Verbo or um, what's the other one called? Verbo or Airbnb. Yeah, but yeah, like this late into the season, they'll probably gouge you. Yeah, yeah, we're doing Bethany again, but not till September. Oh, we're going out to Pittsburgh in July. I think I said that before. Hmm. To watch the Phillies get their ass kicked by the Pirates because <laughs> the Phillies fucking stink too, everybody. Yeah, it's a whole goddamn different can of worms. Tune in next week on Brotherly Park when we talk about the Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We've had requests to talk about the Phillies on this show, and I just, I can't, I can't subject myself to two fucking shitty hockey <laughs> teams, uh, two no. sports teams rather, you know, with any kind of of um, regularity. So. Well, here's the problem with the Phillies, everyone. They can't pitch. Again, their pitching stinks. Or hit, for that matter. Hey, yeah, Trey Turner has not lived up to his contract. Bryce Harper needs to get going. And they can't pitch. Yeah. Can't pitch a baseball, <laughs> he can't win. So. But other than that... <sighs> Fucking Flyers. I used to look forward to them. Like, I've been watching a ton of playoffs because I barely watch the Flyers because I just... Wanted to watch good hockey the last six weeks, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, I only caught half dozen games, I think, after Christmas. I just gave up because there was just, there's nothing as a fan to watch interest-wise. And as someone who covers this team, the few games that I did watch, it was the same conclusions I was coming to in fucking October. You know, I, I watched the first half of the season and said, oh, there's no fucking point for me to waste my time. And spoiler alert, there wasn't. <laughs> you know, there's you nothing. We did like we did like a post game show like pretty early in the season after a couple of Columbus games, and we were screaming that like, how can you not beat 
the Blue Jackets. Oh, I remember those games. Yeah, yeah. that was Tortorella's famous "we quote uh, we suck" quote on the bench. <laughs> yes, yes. So, and the Blue Jackets finished horribly this year, and we were screaming like, "You can't even beat the Blue Jackets!" Like, mm-hmm. blow it up! And of course, they, <laughs> old Chucky couldn't blow it up. And I'm gonna run it back again. The Ducks, Hawks, and Jackets. I mean. The the Hawks and Ducks were definitely openly tanking. Yes. The Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets just had an obscene amount of fucking injuries that uh, screwed them. Now Voracek's career is over. Sounds like it, yeah. His contract's at the Coyotes, so you know it's over. (laughs) Which, get them the fuck out of Arizona. They'll be playing in a fucking frozen parking lot with 28 fans and white plastic fucking lawn chairs before they get out of Arizona. I mean, look, you and I both have talked about how we love the Coyotes and the aesthetics of the Coyotes, whatever uniform it might be. But, like, old Gary boy, who refuses to ever admit anything wrong, any wrongdoing, like, it's time to move. It's, it's Put them in a market where you can generate some more revenue. You would think. Jerseys, tickets, everything. You move them to Houston? Come on. Kansas City? Flyers versus Coyotes. Best of seven. Winner gets the Wells Fargo Center. Well, loser, <laughs> loser has to, to fucking... Arizona. <laughs> loser goddamn gets demoted to the ECHL. Uh, Playing your local ice rink with 40 seats. Watch the Coyotes lap the Flyers, too. I mean, most certainly have the firepower in terms of prospect talent to do so. Whether they choose to actually go down that route of being a good hockey team this time, or get to that certain point and then blow it up like they've done every year for, mm-hmm. you know, twenty years now. Even they have a more recent conference finals appearance than the Flyers. Yeah, they made it in twenty twelve. Flyers haven't been to a conference finals since they went to the cup. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> Fucking me. Yeah. Who do you have in the finals? And in how many games? Panthers are winning. Panthers are winning the cup. I mean, granted, I've been saying that for three years. You've been saying it for three years. But uh, they're winning the cup in... Six? Six. I like that. I'm going to say... I'm with you. Panthers in six. If Vegas wins, it's going to take them all seven. I think Florida loses game one. I think the 11 game layoff, 11 day layoff is going to hurt them a little. I think Florida splits two out there in Vegas and then they come home, win them both. Arizona, uh, fuck it, Arizona. Uh, Vegas <laughs> survives game five. They come home to Florida, they win again. Hmm. Well, there you go, everyone. And if not, Vegas takes it seven. Well, Florida Gary way. Bennett's jerking off to his expansions. Non-traditional hockey market. Stanley oh my Cup god! Yeah. And he'll say it. I knew hockey would succeed. Fill in the blank. Yep. Even Vegas, and they only have six of their original guys. Yeah. And they're back. Because they fucking make moves to put a competitive team on the ice. What a goddamn novel concept. Yep. I heard some people go, oh, fuck Vegas because they make moves. They do this, they do that. They don't care about their players. Fuck them. Fuck them. Who gives a shit? Yeah. They're making moves to be a good hockey team. I would love to make moves to be a good hockey team. Fuck off. And Manipulating the goddamn salary cap and making trades is what this league should be about, you assholes. Don't get mad because somebody else can figure it out and you can't. Even Florida made moves. Look what they're at. Yeah, Florida made moves. That guy had big balls. He put them on the table and said, get out of here, Huberto. Because Huberto is just like all those other softies up in Toronto. The playoffs would show up and he would disappear. Huberto and Uyghur and first round pick and whatever the Christ of Prospect's name was. Joe Blow. I think his first name was Joe, if I remember correctly. (laughs) Joe Schmidt or something like that. Cole Schmidt, maybe? I don't know. doesn't matter. But, yeah, we, you know, make moves and you're rewarded for your efforts. What a fucking novel concept. Mm-hmm. Don't sign James Van Riemsdyk. Sign good players. 
if any team signs JVR, they're stupid. I, I'm waiting for him to resign with the Flyers. I'll wa- flip the fuck out. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that notification any day now. JVR, one-year league minimum. Oh, we need him to show the young prospects how to play. Yeah. Bullshit. Show people how to play. That guy's a giant fucking puss out there. Six foot three marshmallow. Yeah. I love when Nick Kiprios, I always say this, when he says, like, JVR likes the soft ice out there. Little bitch. <laughs> I fucking hate JVR. He got me pissed off now. If they sign JVR, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Yeah, I'm not going to be a happy camper. Uh... Get all hot, sweaty thinking about it. It's the kind of it's the kind of thing that keeps me up at night. Still, is just until this guy, until the ink dries on a different contract with a different team. There's that part of me that's like, this fucking guy's coming back. Start learning Swedish, buddy. You're going to fucking play from Moto, you stiff. Oh God, he'll be back. Three years, three million. Blame you. Oh my God, that'd be a. Danny Bear, like in that French Canadian accent, I wish I could do it like that. The JVR, I used to play with him. He's a good boy. Uh, yeah, he can a... show the young kids how to do it the right way. Okay, Danny played with him fucking twenty years ago now, yeah, and... and he sucked when you were here, Danny. So. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't believe he's gone till he's gone. That is just the level of fucking faith I have in the Flyers these days that they cannot even part ways with JVR properly. You have unlocked a new fear. Oh, yeah. I've been fucking dealing with this fear for months now. <laughs> God. Uh. <laughs> Face in his hands, thinking about uh, a JVR extension. D- dude, I made jokes about like putting Chuck Fletcher in my trunk and. We're following a black Subaru down 995. Uh, like, <laughs> I swear to God. I'm going to have Keith Jones and Danny Breer and JVR stuffed in my trunk. Oh, God. What a shitty team. I, I, uh, I befriended some people at my gym. Because um, I've been going there for a few years now. And this one kid I've befriended and uh, we're talking and he's like waiting for the Air Force to give him his day. He has to go off to boot camp. But we're talking like, you know, there's a lot of a lot of pretty girls at the gym, a lot of pretty guys, a lot of this, a lot of that. Whatever floats your boat, there's there it is. And I'm like talking like, hey, you got all these girls around here, man. Like, you know, you want to talk to one of them before you leave. He's like, ah, you know, this one just went to college. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking turning 38. This was like a couple weeks ago, like in a couple weeks, like. If I were you, like, I'd be trying to at least be friendly to some of these girls. He's like, uh, you know. And we're talking, and he's like, yeah, you're almost 40. I'm like, don't put it that way. <laughs> I was like, I never thought of it like that. Don't put it that way. He's like, well, you look like you're in your 20s still. I'm like, you just told, uh, like, it made me really sick to my stomach. I'm like, oh, my God, I am almost 40. And I'm never going to see them win a cup. I might never Not see at this be- fucking rate, no. I might never see him be competitive again. That's also true. Yeah. Be a long ass time. There's a free, uh, there's a jersey giveaway on Twitter. Mm. Monitoring it right now. Eight o'clock. I did it last time. People were like, oh, people were getting like throwback third jerseys, signed jerseys, all kinds of stuff. You know what I got? A Brock Besser home jersey. <laughs> Fanatics. Like, Fuck you! Everyone's getting all these awesome jerseys. I got a Brock Besser Fanatics jersey. <sighs> I was so fucking mad. Yeah, it's been a hot minute since Bradley Puck has done a giveaway. I had four jerseys set aside this year for giveaway purposes. Sean Kateri and Cam Atkinson, both of which missed the whole fucking season. And I had a prover of one who people hated long fucking before he did what he did this year. And then I sold it for to some fucking homophobe for $200 fucking profit, which was hilarious. <laughs> and then I had a uh, Carter Hart one who, you know, at this point, probably everyone has a Carter Hart jersey anyway. So I didn't even bother. No giveaways this year. So still have, I think I have 
the Atkinson and Katuri ones. So, so maybe if they actually come back this year. Maybe it'll be next season's giveaways, but yeah. If they bring back JVR, I'll give away my entire fucking collection. <laughs> I have 13 Flyers jerseys. They're all gone. <sighs> hey, make them back. Leadership. Vet minimum leadership. Because eh. there's nothing I want than more players playing like fucking James and Reams. <laughs> Uh, remember <laughs> when he tried to put the puck between his legs like at the side of the net here uh-huh. so bad his patented move that took him 30 seconds to fucking set up every single time yeah Jesus that's another thing too like so I fucked my finger up, right? Tore my tendons, and like I woke up the next day, and everything hurt from like diving around playing goalies. <laughs> oh, god! This is what it's like being almost forty. I mean, I was twenty-five. No, it was the day before my twenty-fifth birthday when they beat Montreal to go to the finals. Wow. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> oh, God. You were out. You were still in high school, right? 2010? If you say middle school, I'm shutting my laptop. <laughs> then... <laughs> we'll say you were a freshman. Uh, eighth grade, I believe. Oh, my God. And that's what I mean. These kids that are like 20 and younger... Aren't People that are younger than me have absolutely no idea what good hockey even is. Yeah. How old are you turning this August? 27. Yeah. So people seven years younger than you like, were little kids when they were in the finals. And they were still little kids when they had the 2012 season. And they haven't been fun since. One of my writers was uh, seven in 2012. <laughs> so, you know. Who? Uh, Dylan kid. A new kid. He was, uh, he was seven in 2012. And I'm like, fuck, like, these people don't even know, man. People in their late teens and early, like, they they don't even know. They don't even know what fucking good, that's why they think Konechny's a good hockey player, because they don't know what good fucking hockey players are. They didn't witness Simone Gagne. They didn't witness John LeClaire. They didn't witness, you know, Keith Primo or Forsberg. Any of these fucking guys. They, they don't Danny know. Danny Breer. Danny, fuck you, even Danny Breer. Like, even Mike Richards, Jeff Carter. Yeah, yeah. Upshaw. That was a fun team. Just fucking anything with a pulse in Old City. <laughs> yeah, I just, we don't, I don't even know what that is. Fuck, fuck, I barely even remember what that looks like anymore. It's just distant memories. It really is. We just have this new era of shitty hockey where nobody fucking wants them to get better. I don't want to sit here and piss away years and years and years hyping up prospects. It blows my mind how many people just immediately reverted to and feel comfortable with this Hextall line of thinking of just prospects, 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 drafting, <laughs> rebuilding. Who won? You know, we don't need a competitive hockey team. We're going to get there in 10 years' time. It was crazy just how comfortable people are with a friendly fucking face and false promises like Danny Breer all over again. It's like it's like 2014. We took a step in a time machine and we're back in fucking summer of 2014. Like nothing ever fucking happened. Crazy. Really is. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how people start reverting back to that thinking. It's like, if you're going to go back to that thinking, you can't miss your draft picks like Hextall did. And you still have to find a balance of adding talent. You just have to. Yep. You need to you need to be proactive with this whole thing. And you know, Look there's the a Devils. way to do it. The Devils got Dougie Hamilton and it synced up perfectly when Hughes took that next step. I'm fucking still pissed off that the Flyers didn't get Dougie Hamilton that summer. So that wouldn't would be my guy. Fuck yeah. I would have taken Seth Jones over goddamn Ryan Ellis. But uh you know, 
they didn't. They had to big brain it. And then we got up four games of Ellis before uh, yep. he retired. Mm. Shit hasn't been the same since. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Well. As Nick hangs his head on his microphone. <laughs> they might never be good again. Hey, at least rate. I have at least I have Inter Milan. Thank God. Champions League final, June tenth. Let's go. Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got anything else you want to get off your chest here before we call it a day? Life is fleeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, very proud of my sister, my brother-in-law, the baby Ellie. Um, and I just want my finger to get better. And I hope everyone has a fun summer, a safe summer. Nothing good happens after midnight. Don't drink and drive. Call an Uber. Or a lift, or a friend. Okay. Yeah, I'll be back in a couple of weeks after the draft and free agency. <laughs> when, uh, when JVR resigns, I'll be sure he'll the first you person I'll call. You better fucking get me. You better <laughs> say that for me. I'll be pissed off. It'll be the first person I call. <laughs> call the bullpen. We need the righty. Ah, um, we did two episodes with Shane. Last week, one went up today, and uh, we'll be back with the chain on Monday. I know everyone's going to be fucking thrilled that he gets three episodes in a week, but hey, what are you going to do? It's fucking quiet-ass time of year. So, plenty of shit up on the website, brotherlypuck.com. You can check that out. At in the Flyer Fan, at brotherlypuck, at brotherly underscore pod. And, uh, yeah, until next time, everyone, goodbye and good night. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.